Hey y'all, welcome to the Girl Get Your Voice Back podcast, a podcast all about helping women to overcome condemnation and silent shame by standing on the promises of God and coupling faith with action. Four times a month, I deliver the truth that many don't want to hear, but if you heed to what I'm saying, you're bound to be set free and walk boldly in your assignment. I'm your host, Ebony D. James, and I aim to amplify women's voices and help them to walk into their God-given mandate fearlessly and strategically. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Today, we're talking about intimidation. So, I was on a podcast last month, and we were talking about spiritual warfare, and um, specifically, we were talking about the power of your words. And we began to talk about gossip and offense. And my spiritual mom asked me a question. And my response to her question was intimidation. So let's get into this word intimidation. If I was live on IG right now, I would ask you all to comment on what you think intimidation means. Right? So by definition, intimidate means to frighten or overawe someone especially in order to make them do what one wants. All right, I'm going to say that again. By definition, intimidate means to frighten or overawe, overshock someone, especially in order to make them do what one wants. Intimidation is simply the action of intimidating someone or the state of being intimidated, right? And so, I've been thinking about this word since the podcast last month and how intimidation, whether real or imagined, because by definition, if we're intimidated, we're frightened because someone may be trying to, or someone's making us feel frightened or afraid um, because they want us to do something that benefits them um, for their own benefit, right? So, sometimes it's our own fear or inability to say no. Sometimes it's people-pleasing. However... Intimidation, whether real or imagined, can delay us from achieving a goal. It can hinder us from receiving from someone. And it can ultimately result in sin. And when I say sin, in this um, particular instance, I'm talking specifically about it can result in disobedience, right? Because we know, um, because of the word, that delayed obedience is disobedience. And disobedience is sin, right? So... Let's hop right on into it. And we're going to go ahead and deal with the root of intimidation. And of course, the first thing that popped into my mind as I'm thinking about this word, as I'm reflecting, as I'm doing some self-reflection, I'm I'm thinking about like my own life experiences, my interactions with others and all of these things. The first thing that popped in my mind when I was wondering about, okay, like what's the root of intimidation was right and I'm pretty sure you've probably heard of this but the Bible tells us to not be afraid to not be fearful 365 times right it tells us to not be afraid that many times so um, let's get into the definition of fear right so fear is an unpleasant emotion that's caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, um, likely to cause pain or threat, right? To fear some to fear is to be afraid of someone or to be afraid of something. 
um, that's dangerous, that's painful, or threatening, right? So when we think of this word intimidation, usually we're afraid of someone. Um, they may seem threatening to us. They may seem dangerous. You know, sometimes it may be that they're literally causing pain, right? They could literally be causing pain to you. So you're intimidated by them. And so let's let's get into the word, right? I told y'all on the first episode that I am a Bible believing, uncompromised, charismatic, um, faith based child of the Most High God. So a lot of times when I'm talking about these different topics, I'm always going to point you back to the word because I always I never want you to take what I say and then run with it, right? I want you to go and do your own research. I want you to study to show yourself approved. I want you to get into your word and not just be a hearer of the word, but I want you to get into it, dig into it, and do it yourself, right? So we're going to get into just three scriptures um, that talks about this thing called fear, right? And in 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind, right? So we've all heard this scripture, right? This is probably one of the scriptures anybody can quote, right? Especially when it comes to this topic of fear. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So when it comes to being intimidation, when it comes to being intimidated, what are you thinking about? If you're afraid of someone, if you feel threatened by someone, what what is your first instinct? right are, are you are you casting down fear or are you letting it consume you what are you doing when you feel intimidated or threatened by someone right isaiah 41 10 says fear thou not for i am with thee be not dismayed for i am thy god i will strengthen thee yes i will help thee yes i will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. This is God talking. And God is saying, hey, fear thou not, for I am with thee. I'm going to take y'all to the Amplified Version. I'm a King James Version girl. Y'all used to be so bent out of shape when it comes to like reading the NIV, the NLT, and all of those things. But I've transitioned over to KJ, KJV gang. So a lot of times I'm reading strictly from KJV and then um, sometimes I'll read the Amplified version or the message version. And just recently I've started, you know, um, compare, comparing King James version to the TPT translation. So, um, so let's get into the Amplified version and the Amplified version says, again, I'm in Isaiah 41 10. And it says, do not fear anything for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, of power, of victory, of salvation. So when you're confronted with someone who seems intimidating or someone who's threatening you or whatever the case may be keep these scriptures in your heart 
right meditate on these scriptures day and night if this is something you struggle with right whether you're struggling with fear whether you're struggling struggling with intimidation these are scriptures that you want to write on your walls that you want to remember um memorize i was gonna say rememberize that's definitely not a word um so isaiah 41 10 i'm gonna read the amplified version for you all again and it says do not fear anything for i am with you do not be afraid for i am your god i will strengthen you be assured i will help you i will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand a hand of justice of power of victory and of salvation do you know who your god is listen when you are the child of the most high god there's nothing to be afraid of right is fear a real thing of course i'm not downplaying fear right we've all experienced the emotion of fear but even when that emotion comes even when that feeling comes the scripture tells us like hey don't fear <laughs> like for what i'm with you right and when we allow fear to consume us what you're really doing you know whether you're saying this out loud or not what you're doing is saying whatever that thing you're afraid of whoever you're being intimidated by has more power right has more power than your god because the bible tells us not to be afraid it says the lord is going to strengthen you the lord will help you he will take hold of you with his righteous right hand right we know that he is a god of justice he's an all-powerful god he's a victorious god right he's the god of salvation so these are the things i want you to think of and then we're going to get into our last scripture so i gave you second timothy 1 7 isaiah 41 10 and then i'm going to give you this last scripture deuteronomy 31 6 deuteronomy 31 and 6 and the king james version says be strong and of a good courage fear not nor be afraid of them for the lord thy god he it is that dope dope d-o-t-h go with thee right he is he it is that does go with thee he will not fail thee nor forsake thee right so i'm, I'm gonna give y'all amplifier right so deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6 be strong and courageous do not be afraid or tremble and dread before them for it is the lord your god who goes with you he will not fail you or abandon you so again just in the same vein of isaiah 41 10 it's like be strong be courageous when, when you're going on assignment when you're on assignment for the lord when you're living for god when you're meeting new people right when, when you're doing whatever you're supposed to be doing be strong be courageous do not be afraid or tremble in dread before them before people before man right for it is the lord your god who goes with you he's not gonna fail us he's not going to abandon us he's with us always right so then let's talk about some things like why do we why do we fear 
So if you're just tuning in, again, we're talking about intimidation. And right now I'm going deeper into the root of intimidation. And the first one I gave you all was fear. And so why do we fear, right? We fear being alone. Sometimes we have fear of success. Sometimes we fear failure. We fear rejection. We don't want to get hurt. So we, we, we walk on eggshells around people because we're trying to put up these walls to avoid getting hurt. We fear a lack of recognition, right? You maybe feel like you're doing a lot of stuff, but people aren't recognizing you. So in order for you to feel that way again, you just try to hide because you fear that if you do do something, people not going to recognize you anyway. So what's the point? Right. And then we fear disapproval. I um, share my, a little bit of my story. And if y'all go and watch some of the podcasts that I've been on recently, I talk a lot about how, you know, growing up, I, I live for the approval of my parents. Right. A lot of the things I did was for the approval of my parents. Because they had an expectation for me and my brother. And um, so I wanted to live up to the expectation. I wanted to, you know, make sure I walked by the standards that they had set for us by any means necessary. Right. And I remember like, like we were like the children like, oh, no, don't bring no B home. Definitely don't bring no C home. And DF was not. A thing for us right so like I was that person like man getting a report card like and if I ever saw a B which was very rare for me um I was that person like oh my goodness I don't want to show you know my mom or my dad my report card you know and some people like B man it's good me I'm like oh no B that's average I you know so fear of disapproval right so all of these things can cause us to to walk in fear, to live in fear, because we don't we don't want to be alone. We don't we we want to be successful, but then we we actually fear what that looks like. You know, we we want to take the risk, but we we, we fear failure. We we want to walk by faith. We want to you know have crazy faith, right? Everyone is on this crazy faith. Um, train with Mike, Mike Todd and everyone wants to have crazy faith but you know some of us have this fear of failure like I want to step out on this I want to go and do this but what if I fail but what if you succeed right so we have all of these things hindering us and then when it comes to intimidation same thing we fear rejection we, we fear that they're not going to recognize us the way we're looking to be recognized. That they won't approve of us. Right? And then another thing when it comes to intimidation is this thing called comparison or, you know, jealousy. A lot of times when we're, when we're intimidated by someone, it's not even necessarily that they're trying to threaten us or that they're trying to force us to do something for their own benefit, for their own gain. A lot of times it's like, man, I feel intimidated by this person because I'm comparing our lives. I'm comparing the way she dressed versus the way I dress. I'm comparing the way her house is versus the way my house is. I'm comparing their relationship to my relationship. 
I'm comparing their ministry to my ministry or, you know, or the lack thereof. I'm comparing how successful their business is versus how successful my business is. I'm comparing how much um, fame and influence they have versus how much fame and influence I have. I'm comparing how much money they made in such short amount of time versus how much money I've made in such short, short you know, all of this comparison, right? we all hear this all the time but like social media highlights it it heightens the 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 spirit of comparison is jealous and jealousy sweeps through social media right that's why you have to be careful who you follow right you don't have time to be following everybody and you're jealous of them and you're comparing their walk with your walk you're trying to be where they want to be and they're not even they're not even walking or living for the lord right they're not even walking in their purpose. And you're comparing your life with their life. And maybe they are, right? But maybe they're not looking at everybody else and they're doing what God called them to do. And so you see them um, and God is honoring them and bring, he's honoring them and he's bringing them glory. And he's, and he's you know, elevating them. But you're comparing yourself. You're jealous. And, and, and you're thinking like, oh, they trying to intimidate me. No, they just trying to live how God told them to live. They just trying to walk in their purpose. They just trying to do what God called them to do. What are you doing? And then another root of intimidation is insecurity. You're simply insecure. How many of us have dealt with insecurity? Whether... um. It's from something that we dealt with privately, something that happened in our childhood, you know. Someone's insecure. What does insecure mean? It means when someone is not confident. You're uncertain about yourself. You're uncertain about the moves you're supposed to be making. You're you're anxious easily. You lack self-confidence. You lack that boldness you're supposed to be walking in. Right? The, the Bible calls us to be bold as lions, but you're walking and you're timid, you're shy, you're known for shrinking back. Right? It's insecurity. So, of course, when you're living a life of insecurity and you've been overwhelmed with insecure thoughts, insecure actions, right? Of course, everything, every time you see somebody who's walking, in, in boldness and confidence you feel intimidated why because they they carry themselves in a way that you wish you could that you wish you were right we have to go back to the root of why are we feeling intimidated by the world why everything i see intimidate me you have to deal with that is it fear <laughs> are you comparing yourself to other people are you jealous at everything that walks in front of you? Do you lack security? Are you insecure about life? Do you need another measure of boldness? Another measure of confidence? And then a lot of times, all of these things, like if, if, if there was like a graph that I could put up, you will see that all of these things, they all connect to each other right 
So when we're talking about fear, when we're talking about comparison, jealousy, and insecurity, it all boils down to a lack of identity. Right? We've talked about timidity. We talk about we've talked about a lack of boldness. All of those things boil down to you don't know who you are. Right? Because if you truly knew who you were, what what did the Bible say? You wouldn't be walking like you're afraid. You wouldn't be afraid of men's faces. You wouldn't be afraid because you know, for one, God is with you always. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And, and when we have a revelation of who we are, then we walk boldly. We're confident, right? Just imagine like a day that you get up out of the bed, you put on, like you take time to get yourself together that morning, right? You, you get your hair done, your nails done, your outfit is on fleek. People still say that on fleek, <laughs> right? Everything is the way it should be. You've ate breakfast, you've drunk, you've drank, drunk your water, whatever. And you feel good about yourself, right? You taking out that time so that you can feel good about yourself. And then when you look good and you start to feel good, you start to you start to feel like, wait, who gonna stop me today, right? That's why you have to wake up every morning. But then you have to also match that with a revelation. Like not not only do I look good. And not only do I feel good, like I, I'm good because of my God is with me. Because I know who I am. So you have to know who you are. When you know who you are, you don't have time to be intimidated. When you know who you are, you don't have time to be fearful. You don't have time to be comparing yourself with other people. You don't have time to be jealous of other people. You don't have time to lack confidence. You don't have time to be timid and be walking on eggshells because somebody else is doing what God called them to do. Because you know who you are. You know what your assignment is. And you're actively doing what you're supposed to be doing. And then one other thing I wanted to point out. When it comes to dealing with the root of intimidation is this worldly view or perspective on respecting authority, right? Because of how we were raised or incorrect teaching. So when my spiritual mom asked me that question, which I cannot, y'all, I tried to sweep through um, the podcast and I cannot find the question or my answer. But I, I specifically remember this in the last podcast where we were talking about it. And we were talking about gossip and we were talking about intimidation and all of these things. And I was I was I was going back like through my childhood in moments where I, I felt intimidated by someone. And, you know, it kind of brought me back to this. Like, well, you know, sometimes intimidation can be you have a worldly view or a worldly perspective based on how you were taught right on respecting authority so a lot of times for me it may not have had been like oh I'm intimidated by like a peer 
or somebody I'm on the same level with, but maybe someone who has authority over me, you know, whether it was a teacher or a leader or whatever, it's like the way I was taught, you know, I was a part of the generation where it was like, oh, you see grown people talking, why are you in here? Like, go back to the back where the kids are. Go outside. You know what I'm saying? So, we have this certain view of per- or perspective when it comes to respecting authority. So, you do walk on eggshells. Right? You, you do feel threatened by authority figures or people who are in leadership or your elders. Right? And that's because of how you were raised. You were taught incorrectly about respecting authority and now that's translated over into into your life when it comes to um things like your spiritual parents things like your pastor and your first lady or things like you know your boss your supervisor and now you're literally intimidated by everybody who has leadership over you because of incorrect teaching right tell if someone is intimidated by you or better yet how can you tell if you're intimidated by someone this is how you know you can't make eye contact with them when you are when you're around them your body language just shifts right you kind of turn to the side like your head is always down when you're around them like your shoulders are slumped over like you're not you know there's a way your body language is when you're confident there's a way you walk when you're bold and you're confident but when you're fearful when you're shy when you're insecure like people can tell just the way you walk (laughs) just the way your your body is so your body language can be a telltale sign of if you're intimidated by someone, right? Your voice start to change. You start to, like you're usually loud, but every time you get around this one person, like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I'm laughing now, but I know I used to be this way, right? You can't make eye contact with somebody. You don't take time to get to know them personally. Because you feel intimidated, you you start fidgeting a lot. You start playing with your fingers. You're playing with everything except for what you're supposed to be playing with. Matter of fact, you ain't supposed to be playing with nothing, but you're playing with the paper. Now, all of a sudden, you want to read your Bible. You got a book you want to read. You looking for stuff that you, ain't, you don't even know what you need it for. You looking for stuff. You just fidgeting for no reason. Anxious. You start avoiding being in the same room with them. So you don't want to be in the same room with them. You don't want to be in the same conversations they're a part of. Like, if you know they're going to be at this event, you don't want to be there. Because you're intimidated. And again, I want to take you back to, like, whether real or imagined. Like, I I want y'all to keep that in y'all mind. Like, sometimes intimidation is real. Right? So I don't want to belittle those of you all who are experiencing intimidation in real life but 
I'm more so talking about that imagined intimidation. Like, it's all up in your head. Nobody is trying to threaten you. Nobody is trying to force you. Like, I'm going to go back to the definition that I said earlier. By definition, intimidate means to frighten or shock or overawe someone in order to make them do what one wants. Most people ain't trying to frighten you. They ain't trying to overawe you in order to make you do something that they want you to do, right? A lot of y'all, that's not true, boys. It's perceived. It's imagined. It's assumed. You think somebody intimidating you and they ain't even thinking about you. Let's be real. So what are some other ways you can tell if you're intimidated by someone? Aside from the fact that you can't look at them in their face. You don't want to be in the same environments with them. You know, you literally start, you don't want to hang around the same people they hang around. Right? You could be the best friends with somebody. And then as soon as they're in a relationship or, you know, whatever with somebody who you feel intimidated by. Now you want to cut your, your close friend off. And your person off all because you was intimidated by that person. And it was imagined intimidation, right? You can't receive feedback from them. Somebody's trying to give you advice and you can't take it. Like, it's going in one ear and out the other. Because you're intimidated. You feel like they're always out to get you. Every time they say something, all you can think about what they what you're trying to say. They just trying to tell you your hair look cute. Oh, she, what she, she, what you trying to say? You lying. You think everything they tell you is a lie? Right? You start shrinking when you're around them. I talked about this earlier when we we're talking about the root, but you, you get jealous. Everything that's attached to them, you jealous about. Every time they have a win, you're jealous. Right? And then you know when you start being jealous about somebody, you know, it's just all eating at you and then you begin to gossip. Right? And here's the thing. When you're starting to gossip, it's not even just about you talking. Sometimes it's either you're doing the talking or you're listening to somebody gossip about that person. And you're not standing up for them. Right? That's a very dangerous place to be. Whether you're gossiping about somebody or listening to gossip. That's how you... It's important, the friends you have. And I'm going to close this out because it's getting long. But it's so important, the friends that we have because... Let me tell you, my friends, they ain't gossiping around me. They know not to come to me to, with gossip. They know I ain't finna listen to it. You know, it's just not how I roll. So, you have to be very intentional about gossiping and being in the rooms with people who like to gossip. Right? I don't even have friends who, you know, my closest friends, they're not gossiping women. Right, and here's the thing I'm talking about women, but guess what? If there's men listening to the podcast, with men, it's not usually you know jealousy and gossip. For some reason, I know men, um, you know, I've, I've seen men gossip, <laughs> you know, I've seen men be jealous of men, and I've seen men be jealous of women, right? But a lot of times with men, it looks different. With men, it looks like pride, you're prideful, okay. You start to think you don't need nobody. Nobody can do nothing for you. You you don't want to ask for help. You're prideful. And women, it can be the same. But with men, it's not usually the fidgeting and all of those things. It's like you, you try to puff up yourself. 
You're prideful. Sit down somewhere, little boy. Right? Okay, so what happens when you start to realize, like, dang, you know, having all of these signs of, like, I'm intimidated by someone. And I'm imagining this thing, right? So when you begin to feel the signs that you're being intimidated by someone, I want you to remember the power of your words, right? I want you to remember the scriptures, the three scriptures I gave you. I'll go over them again. 2 Timothy 1, 7, Isaiah 41, 10, and Deuteronomy 31, 6. Remember the scriptures about not being afraid. And then I want you to remember the power of your words. You have to declare out of your mouth, not your thoughts, right? And I think I talked about this last time or um, one of these episodes and I'll talk about like, <laughs> like how my prayer life has evolved. I was that person and I'll give y'all this quick snippet and I'm going to move on. I was that person who, you know, were like, I like to pray in my thoughts, right? Like God, y'all, y'all say God hear my thoughts. He know my thoughts. So I'm going to pray in my head, right? But I've learned over time, like, oh, no, 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 baby. You got to declare out of your mouth, not your thoughts. That's why I say not your thoughts. And then you have to resist intimidation. Come on, y'all. Uh, when y'all have these feelings that y'all know are not from God, why, why do you pray with them? Right? It says cast down every imagination. Right? You're over here, you're intimidated, you're fearful, and you're sitting here just letting it, you're just letting it roll. And the Bible has told you to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Right? You gotta bring them thoughts into captivity. When you're feeling intimidated, when that um, perceived intimidation try to come, you don't have time to just be like, hmm, well, I'm not really intimidated. You start being in denial. I'm not intimidated by her. Who? She ain't nobody. Hmm. Well, that's how you say that. No. Cast down that thought. Cast down, cast down intimidation. And you have to be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not bowed down to no intimidation. And then be intentional about overcoming it with action, right? I told y'all this podcast is all about helping women overcome condemnation and silent shame. All the women who out there who feel muzzled, let me help you become a muzzle. Let me help you get your voice back, right? And then how I say, I say by standing on the promises of God and coupling faith with action, right? So now you recognize you're having these feelings. You're going to declare out of your mouth that you resist intimidation and that you do not bow down to it. And then you become intentional about overcoming it, not just by faith, but by action. Right? So you need to recognize where it's coming from. What's the root of this intimidation? Why do I feel these feelings about this person? And then what type of intimidation are you experiencing? Right, I've told y'all before, I've come to learn that, you know, many people struggle with intimidation that is perceived. It's internal. It's all up in your head, right? It's less about someone intentionally trying to scare you or make you feel fearful for their own benefit and more about your own thoughts, 
your own beliefs, your own assumptions. You assume they feel some type of way about you. And like I said before, they're not thinking about you. Like you don't cross their mind. <laughs> right? They actually love you. And you, oh, she must don't like me. Right? You think their intentions are impure. And it's not even about that. So, just to kind of bring it back in. Like, as I reflected on moments I felt intimidated by someone. It was during times when I lacked identity. Or when I was comparing myself to others, right? I started to notice, like, when I saw someone operating in a gift that I'm called to, right? I didn't know it at the time. But whenever I saw women operating in a gift that I was called to, the enemy would have me believe or feel intimidated. That perceived intimidation to keep me from building a relationship or receiving from them. Right? I'm walking on eggshells around every bold woman. Every one woman who's a speaker. She's bold. She has power and authority in Jesus. And and I and I'm intimidated, right? Like, uh-uh, I ain't got time for that. But when you don't know who you are, of course you're gonna be intimidated. Do you know God will place people in your life? And on your path who are there to activate the anointing that he's put on your life. There are people who are assigned to confirm the anointing and the call on your life. But you're intimidated. You've disqualified yourself so many times before. That you don't even feel worthy enough. Right? You've been feeling condemned and ashamed about your past. So you have your own internal battles going on. And you're trying to fight those. And then with those internal battles, you got this this fake intimidation that you're dealing with. And God is putting people in your life and on your path. And you're intimidated. Listen, as I continue to pray for divine connections and meet others, I have to be very intentional about resisting intimidation. Why? Because intimidation can be a distraction. You're supposed to be connected to certain people, but you're intimidated. And so now you don't want to be around them. You're avoiding them every chance you get. You have to be very clear. You have to discern every spirit by the spirit. You have to know who you are in Christ and what your assignment is. Ask God, Lord, who am I supposed to be connected to in this season? Who am I not supposed to be connected to in this season? Because a lot of y'all hanging on to relationships with people who were supposed to have been gone seasons ago. And them the people you gossiping with. Listen, as I continue to grow and go to the next level, I have to be intentional. Why? Because I know the enemy try to use that. Like, oh, that's how I know God is calling me to that same anointing. I know God is calling me to a similar assignment. I don't have time to be intimidated by no person. I got things to do. I am on kingdom assignment. I cannot be distracted by jealousy. I can't be distracted by fear. I don't have time for distractions in the season. And neither do you. Right? When you start to become a part of these circles that you've been praying for. When you start to develop friendships and relationships that you've been praying for. When you start to get the influence. And all the things that you've been praying for, remind yourself, like, I ain't got time to be intimidated by these people who are where I want to be. Okay? And I'm going to leave y'all with this. 
There are always going to be people who are further along than you, who seem as if they got it all together, or whatever the case may be. Instead of trying to be intimidated by them, let them be encouragement. Let them be the example. You need to know that it's possible. Right? It's not a competition. We all have our own unique assignment. Guess what? If God gave it to you, can't nobody do it like you. If God gave it to them, nobody can do you. Right? So instead of trying to be intimidated, instead of trying to be jealous and gossip and all of those things, listen, glean from them. Learn from them. Receive from them. Avoid shrinking at all costs. You don't have time to shrink. Listen, it's people out here who need what God has called you to. He, they need what you're supposed to be speaking. They need that service you provide. They need that, that product you're supposed to make. That invention that you're supposed to invent. That book that you're supposed to write. That course that you're supposed to lead. That school that you're supposed to be open. Opening It's people who are needing that thing from you. And nobody else can do it like God is calling you to do it. So go against the grain. Do something you wouldn't normally do. Right? Ask them to lunch. Hey, you go and start the conversation instead of waiting for them to start the conversation. Serve them. Right? Get to their ministry. Share their content on social media. Love on them and do all of these things genuinely. You can't just be doing it and then secretly in your heart you still jealous. You still gossiping behind their back. No, you got to do all of these things genuinely. Do the Go against the grain. Oh, the enemy trying to make me hate this person. Now, let me see how I can serve. Let me see how I can give. What can I do to support them? Right? And every attempt at intimidation, real or perceived, tries to arise in your life, in your thoughts. Remember this podcast. Go back to the root and deal with it. And then take those actionable steps. Rebuke it. You know, pray strategic prayers and be practical. Don't be stubborn. Be love, right? We know perfect love cast out fear. So I hope this message that I did not mean to be this long, but to God be the glory. Thank you guys for joining us this week, or me this week, on the Girl Get Your Voice Back podcast. If you're interested in learning more about this topic or overcoming condemnation and silent shame, be sure to check out my website at www.ebonydjames.com and be sure to go purchase my book, Silent Shame, The Master's Keys to Overcoming Condemnation to Receive Healing and Restoration. It's available on Amazon. All you need to do is search Silent Shame Ebony and it's going to pop right up. Or you can go to my husband's website, www flamesonthealter.com If you found value in today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a rating so others can know how valuable it is. And go and follow me on Instagram at underscore Ebony D James underscore so you can be notified of the monthly podcast that I'm featured on called the Converters Movement Movement 222 Women's Edition Podcast. This month for Pastor Appreciation, we'll be talking about women in ministry. And I'm so excited to um, have that conversation with you all. So be sure to tune in next week for our next episode on the Girl Get Your Voice Back podcast. Bye.